If you're tuning into this podcast, it shows you care a great deal about your child's health. So I want to share with you my video course on nutrient supplementation for children that I just published on udemy.com. If you check the description of this episode for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list, as soon as you sign up, I'm going to send you a voucher so that you can get this video course for free. And in the course, I'm going to discuss the most important supplements for children and how to pick quality supplements, how to avoid poor quality ingredients, how to avoid potentially harmful extra ingredients, and basically how to steer clear of the marketing ploys designed to sell us inferior quality supplements. So I hope that you get value out of this course. I'm sure that if you apply the knowledge you learn in it, you will save not just time researching these supplements, but also money. And most importantly, you will get the best quality supplements that your budget will allow so that you can provide your child with the nutritional support that they need. So check out the description for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list. And as I said, as soon as you sign up, I'll send you the the coupon to get the course for free. And if you do sign up, please let me know how you find it. If there's any other information you would like me to include or any other feedback, I would be very grateful if you could send me that. Thank you. Okay, so with this episode, I'll briefly discuss the most common health challenges in autism and basically give you an overview of what we'll be discussing in future episodes in much more depth. So one of probably one of the most common health challenges is that of gut dysfunction. So as you may be aware, many autistic kids have issues with constipation, diarrhea, um, gastrointestinal reflux, gaseousness, bloating, abdominal pain. So these are very common. Other also common gut problems that are more hidden include intestinal yeast overgrowth, bacterial infections or overgrowth. We'll talk a lot about that um, later on, how to test for it, what to do about it. And then beyond the gut, but related to it, because the immune uh, 70, about 70% of the immune cells in the body are located in the gut. So as you can imagine, if that's where the a large part of the immune system resides, a dysfunctional gut will likely lead to a dysfunctional immune system. So with many autistic kids, the immune system is dysregulated in some way. So that may be an overactive immune system or or other issues with certain certain immune cells being in, in too high a supply, causing inflammation, and certain anti-inflammatory immune cells not not being not having enough of those, which causes imbalances, and they manifest outside of the gut as well, these immune imbalances. In future episodes, we'll talk about what factors can cause the immune system to get dysregulated. So there's many things. These include obviously gut gut infections and leaky gut. Heavy metals and toxic chemicals can cause immune system dysregulation. Um, inflammation for various reasons. So for example, from allergies, food sensitivities, things like that. There may also be an autoimmune aspect. So we'll cover 
how autoimmune immunity develops and the effects that it can have and what you know what we can do about it of course so beyond beyond the gut and the immune system which are the, you know two very big pieces of the puzzle in terms of the health challenges that kids experience i will also talk about in future episodes um we'll cover many of the common nutritional and metabolic imbalances so just to give you a, a very brief overview probably the most common imbalance in autism is zinc and copper so generally i think it was i read in a study that it was 90 to 95 percent of, of kids have this imbalance it's also common in many other conditions including adhd depression postpartum depression anxiety and so on so it's generally the zinc is too low and the copper is too high that's that's the the most common finding and so we'll have a dedicated episode about this topic fairly soon because it is very important and it's it's actually an imbalance that is not difficult to to correct once you've tested for it so that one is quite important we'll talk about it um other other imbalances or or deficiencies include low vitamin d this is quite common low omega-3 fatty acids uh there's a certain subset of kids especially under five years of age that have iron deficiency or or low iron this can cause you know a number of health uh, complaints or, or issues then another topic we'll cover in a fair amount of depth is, is that of mitochondrial dysfunction so you may remember mitochondria from biology class they're known as the powerhouses of the cell that's where most of the energy in the body is made so it's been shown that many autistic children suffer from some type of mitochondrial dysfunction and because the mitochondria create the energy most of the energy in the body um, the systems that have high energy requirements such as the brain the muscles and the gut are usually some of the first to be affected when there's mitochondrial dysfunction so we'll talk about that how to test for it you know what signs physical signs you can spot that you know potentially it could be an issue for your child and then what how to test for it and then what, what can be done about it and of course we'll talk about factors that contribute to mitochondrial dysfunction as you'll see later these factors are very much in your control so we'll talk about also carnitine deficiency the carnitine is basically um it's a nutrient that helps to get fatty acids into the mitochondria so they can be burned for fuel so this is again um linked to the to the previous topic of mitochondrial dysfunction then we'll talk about slightly more advanced stuff um such as glutathione deficiency so many many kids um have a deficiency of it's called glutathione which is one of the primary or the primary antioxidants in the body so it's extremely important for all manner of things including the immune system detoxifying foreign compounds such as heavy metals uh, chemicals other toxins so uh, generally or often glutathione status has been shown to be low in autistic kids then we'll talk about glutamate excess glutamate which is a neurotransmitter that 
can uh, an excess of it can cause um, what is known as excitotoxicity. Don't worry about what that means now. We'll cover that in in much greater depth later on. Then there's other things like impaired methylation, which is another very um, important process in the body. So we'll cover what what that's about, what causes impaired methylation. We'll also talk about uh, sulfation impairment. So these are slightly more advanced things, but um, you know I'll, I'll break it down to what it means, what how it could affect your child, and then what can be done. The, that's always the most important thing: is what can we do about these things. And then finally, there's we'll also talk about oxalates. So this is these are compounds in uh, plants, fruits and vegetables mostly, and grains that they've been shown to be an issue for many autistic kids. So I'll, I'll explain to you what they are in more depth, how they can affect um, kids and how to test for them and what we can do about them as well. So that will be a later episode. And then f just to wrap up this episode, another common health challenge in autism is that of heavy metals and another toxicity. So I will talk at length about you know the the big five heavy metals so mercury aluminum arsenic lead cadmium where they're the sources that we get them the the sources of exposure i'll talk about um how to test for heavy metals what to do about heavy metals i'll also talk about some um, chemicals and food additives that have either been shown to have a link with autism or are just generally good to avoid so we'll talk about food colorants uh, emulsifiers high fructose corn syrup msg and certain other additives so these may not yet at least um, have a connection to autism but they certainly have a connection with uh, health in general so it's very important when you're trying to improve your child's health that we minimize as many of the potentially harmful compounds in the diet, the water, and the immediate environment. This is very, very important because, as you see later, many autistic kids um, have impaired detoxification abilities. So it means that generally normal levels of exposure in our daily lives can be much more detrimental for them than for us, say, or if, if they were otherwise in a much healthier state. So we'll talk at great length about these health challenges. And of course, uh, the the most important thing to remember is that there's a lot of stuff to cover, but relatively few things that you will do related to diet, supplementation, cleaning up the environment, you'll do a, a relatively few number of things that will cover so many bases. So don't worry, um, I'll teach you everything you need to know. And that that's... That wraps up this episode, so thank you for listening and hope to see you on the next one.